RMIT University and Sin Media acknowledges the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands we have recorded this series. All contributors to this podcast would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome. This is the New to Melbourne podcast. This series shares insights on settling into Melbourne as told from local and international students' perspectives. Listen back to our previous episode on what to pack and what to expect from Melbourne's culture. Today, we focus on accommodation. There are so many options. Do you stay in the city? Can you spread out to the suburbs? You're probably thinking, what really is the best option for me? Now we join Nabs and Alicia talking about their experiences living in the city and the suburbs. Hello and a warm welcome to the New to Melbourne podcast. I'm Nab Zanan and I'm a current process of professional accounting student here at RMIT and today I'm going to guide you through this episode. Today we're going to explore the many accommodation options available for students in Melbourne. Whether you're new to Melbourne from a different country or you're just from a different state in Australia. And I'm joined by today's guest, Alicia Annabelle. Um, hi Alicia, could you just give a little introduction about, from, about yourself? Uh, hi Nabs, uh, I'm Alicia. I studied media, moved from Bundaberg in Queensland. Uh, and now I work in disability and still volunteer in media. Amazing. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, so let's just get straight into it. Just tell us a bit about your move to Melbourne. Like, what did you start with? How you prepared yourself? Like, what was going through your head there? Well, I I moved on campus, uh, so I kind of knew where I was living before I moved down. So that gave me a lot of time to prepare. Um, There's lots of, you know, resources involved to kind of um, find out more about on-campus living. So that was good. And there was, you know, you could pay your bonds in advance and you could pay some months advance in rent. So um, I think I was really lucky moving from so far away, having that really sheltered environment and really structured environment um, so that I could settle into the rest of the city first instead of just um, kind of having the chaos of the city and trying to navigate through that as well as my living space. Cool. And in choosing to live in, on campus, like, yeah. um, what were the factors that you really wanted to really get out of it? Like, why did you choose the campus compared to, like, outside of campus? I think there's stability, you know. Uh, I don't have any family here. I didn't know anyone when I moved here. So it was just that stability and kind of assurance that, you know, uh, I'm not going to get kicked out of that living space halfway through the year and that it's a controlled environment, you know, and it is just, um, yeah, I guess just more stable and more structured. So Great. that's yeah. that's what influenced my decision. Yeah, and what did you like about staying on campus? Oh, I learnt so much about the world. Half of the students that I live with were international students and they would change every six months. Mm -hmm. So, and you're living with them, you're sharing the bathroom, you're sharing your kitchen, you're sharing your life, your home with them. So you really get to uh, learn stories about where they come from, how they grew up, universities in their country, all of that stuff, uh, which you just do not get exposed to in regional Australia. There's just, you know, none of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool. That's nice. Oh, that's really, really, that's a beautiful thing to hear. Um, yeah, I've definitely heard some uh, great things for people living on campus. Yeah. They've just made so many friends and they're mm. just such unique experiences. Mm. Um, let's go to the opposite side. Like, what was what, what what's one con that you like? I was like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm living on campus. <laughs> like, may take me back. Um, I think, well, in my circumstance, I was living uh, on a floor with 12 other people. So imagine wow. living in a confined environment with 12 other people it's a tiny bathroom tiny kitchen so when people don't do their dishes or they don't tidy up or they're loud Mm. um, it's just you you get to know each other very quickly but then you get to know each other's flaws Uh, quicker as well Um, and you know putting up with maybe two or three other housemates flaws and kind of um, things you wish they would do better or change that's kind of you can put up with that but putting up with you know 12 people's different personalities and needs and things like that was pretty hard (laughs) I see yeah yeah Yeah, cool yeah Cool. So any final advice or tips for those who are considering staying on campus or um, some specific student accommodation when coming to Melbourne? Ah, uh, I think it's a great place to start. Do your first year there, then make some friends, you know, people that you can tolerate on your floor mm-hmm. or who you're living with, who you think you can live with for a couple of more years and then maybe find something else with them. But I think it's a great place to start and a great way to kind of settle into a new city. So living on campus or in student accommodation is one option. And like Alicia, you might enjoy the feeling of being with fellow students who have a similar lifestyle to you. It could be a good option if you want the stability of a structured environment. Remember to check which campus your course is based. At RMIT, there are three different campuses. Many other universities have multiple campuses too. Be sure to check which campus you'll be based before you find accommodation. You might just want to live by yourself or rent elsewhere. Another popular option is to live within the CBD or surrounding suburbs. NABS tells us about their experience of living close to RMIT's city campus. Like I mentioned, I've only stayed in the CBD all all of my time here in Melbourne. And it has pros and cons, like staying in the city and studying in RMIT city campus. Like, I can just easily walk to uni and that's the main reason why I decided to choose the staying in the city. And also there are so many student accommodations in the city that you can choose from and that are that vary in prices. So people can come in and just choose which one suits them. It is a bit on the pricey side for staying in the city because it's such a convenient location. And also it's easy to just walk around, hop on a free tram zone if you like, if you stay like right central CBD. And it's even cycle friendly. Like if you, even if you stay like close to in the closer suburbs like Brunswick, Fitzroy, maybe South Yarra, it's easy to cycle to uni. So I think, um, yeah, if people could look into like the nearer suburbs towards the city if they wanted to not just stay central district. But I think, especially for international students, the biggest reason why I chose the city and many of my friends do is because of the convenience of just going and walking to and from uni. The suburbs or the city? take public transport or cycle. Let's backtrack for a moment. Nams and Alicia recap the best accommodation options for your personal circumstance. In, what's the difference between staying on campus and then looking for your own place to stay in? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, staying on campus, you get to know uh, the city. So 
And you might live with other people who come from Melbourne or know about this city. So you're staying there, it's centralised, but then you're getting to know what's going on, the surrounding suburbs, um, the different areas, things like that. Uh, And then I guess the goal is to find people, like I said before, where you can tolerate and you can kind of live with and you uh, are close with and then move out with them uh, into a house or an apartment or somewhere else. Um, So you have to kind of think about that. How long are you staying in the city? Do you want to do that or do you just want to stay on campus the entire time? But I think at least for the first year you get to that's kind of taken care of and you can get to know the rest of the city and then kind of move out on your own after that. Yeah, I completely agree with yeah. that. Like, I think staying, like, on campus or with students mm. um, is a great way when you are for new to Melbourne because it might be, like, because we've talked this about this in a previous episode about culture shock and I think staying on campus or in a student accommodation surrounded by students really gets you, uh, you get acclimatised with yeah. everything. Um, yeah, so did you move out on your own or did you move in with um, housemates? I moved out with housemates. Cool, yeah. yeah. And, of course, you went through, like, the... Um, you found people you gelled with and then moved in with them. Yeah. Because yeah, I live on my own cause, and that's my preference. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it in the end, like, um, in moving out of a place where it's full of students to moving in with on your own or with uh, other people, mm. it, that comes down to personal preference. And yeah. it's the same with, like, moving to which suburb or what kind of property you're looking at whether it's an apartment or a house yeah I think money limits you so you have Mm. to know how much uh, whether you're getting uh, student benefits from the government whether you'll be working on the weekend whether you'll be supporting yourself fully that makes a big difference so in Melbourne it's yeah the closer you get to the city the far more expensive it gets yep so uh, for me and most people moving out on their own is just not an option so you have to share a house with other people and then it'll still be about the same price of living on campus Um, but again you've got to like really um, shop around and search around for what's going to fit your budget so you kind exactly. of, you really have to be mindful of that and some people just because student accommodation is cheap and it is convenient uh and most of the time you don't have added bills on top at the end of the you know quarter or things like that so moving out you've then still really got to be mindful of what you can afford and if you can't then just stay on campus again um yeah, and you've also got to yeah. be mindful of, you know, if I am catching public transport from where I'm living, how much is that going to cost yeah. me? You know, what's going on in my local community? Is that going to cost me more money in the long run anyway? Yeah, so. well, definitely. Because I have friends that have stayed who have did a whole uni life on campus because yeah. they absolutely loved it, mm. whether it's like, you know... Um, uh, with roommates or just um, on their own, with just they just like being surrounded by students yeah. and just love the um, on-campus culture. The but yeah, yes, exactly. And um, yeah, and like when looking for places to stay, definitely look into like how what's your budget, how mm. you're gonna su- um, support yourself, and um, look into it whether bills and utilities are included in the rent because some might be, some yeah. might not. But yeah, definitely. So. You've considered the location of your accommodation, but what else is important to look for? Do you want a place that is quiet, cosy and relaxing? Or do you want your place to be bumping with activities and parties? Before we wrap up, Nabs and Alicia share their top tips with you. Let's go return to Nabs and Alicia on the New to Melbourne podcast. 
let's say, let's say you could talk to yourself before you moved to Melbourne. Yeah. What was one? What's one thing you wish you knew before coming to Melbourne? Like you would tell your past self, being like, "This is what you need to know. Please uh, look this up before moving here." Well, yeah, that looking stuff up, doing your research. Uh, Figuring out, yeah, just do as much research as you can. And I think a lot of different student accommodation, whether it be on campus or off campus, all have different cultures and um, kind of lifestyles. Even though they're all for students, some might be louder and uh, more of a party atmosphere. Maybe you want your own space. You want it to be quiet. Maybe uh, for an extra, you know, little bit of money or a lot of money, you can have your meals made for you, but that will save you money and time in the long run. So like really do your research, call up the accommodation services at your uni or at the, you know, place or lodge you're staying and just talk about the culture, talk about the things that they offer, the different kind of places where you can live because ultimately that's really going to affect your whole year and to think oh I wish I just done some more googling and went to that different place it wouldn't have cost me any more money or any more time just research um yeah that's kind of my biggest tip but like what about you what would be your number one tip oh hmm I'd say I agree with you on the research I'd say do that um and I guess as an international student, I'd say really reach out to people and ask um, what it's like. Because fortunately for me, I had friends who stayed in Melbourne and I can get the inside scoop, like a personal experience. And because they're experienced it from an international student's eyes. So ask around, get to get to know people. Um, RMIT has different associations or like student bodies like RMIT mates, RMIT mentors that can connect you with people who have stayed in our in um, who experience RMIT life and um, can give you some tips or even just look up some student portals or student um, forums and see what people have said. Um, but yeah, because getting that really get that inside scoop, that personal experience um, background really helps to know what I can look into and look what can I what I can expect in coming here to Melbourne for the first time. And with finding accommodation, um, getting somebody if you can't be there in person to inspect the property, getting somebody to take like pictures or videos for for you mm. to visually see because sometimes um, the pictures on the internet don't do it justice. No. Yeah, so I think having somebody help you out in that and also just. Um, getting advice from people who have stayed in Melbourne really, really helps out. That's my tip. So if anyone, if you know anyone or if you can like just go and search some tips online from actual students who have first handled the experience of that, mm. that would be great. That's my advice. Yeah, so we have talked a lot about accommodations and if you're new to Melbourne or if you're experiencing some difficulties because this all can seem pretty scary if you're moving out of home for Mm. the first time. So if you do encounter problems with your living situation, please get in contact with the student support advisors at RMIT Connect. They'll be more than happy to help you out with any situation with any support that you need. You've been listening to the New to Melbourne podcast produced by RMIT University students and Sin Media. The music you heard are the tracks Passport via Purple Planet Music and Open Flames by Blue Dot Sessions via Free Music Archive. 
Are you new to Melbourne? You can be part of this podcast project too. We would love to hear your stories. So if you have any tips to share, please get in contact by checking the program notes. Don't forget to share this series with your friends and press the subscribe button to be the first to hear up and coming episodes. For more podcasts and SYN content, head to syn.org.au.